Great morning, great afternoon, great night. Welcome to Moments of Mindset, the podcast. I'm your host, your guide, your moderator, Rodney Williams. And if it's your first time joining us, thank you. But if you've been here before, thank you. And I hope you brought a friend. And if not this time, the next time, as we have these conversations of clarity to bring about the mindset, the habits, the routines, the action plans that you can implement and execute to make sure that you reach that next level of abundance. What's the abundance? That's that success and the fulfillment that each and every one of us desires. It's getting to that other side of the coin, getting out of the rut, getting unstuck. And we're a couple weeks away, actually mm, less than a week away from Christmas and that means a couple more weeks before the end of 2021. So before you go rushing feverishly to repurpose that vision board or to run back to your resolution journal or go back to your Excel spreadsheet or Word document and begin to type out those resolutions for 2022, I want to take a step back because each and every one of us has had times, years, where we focused so far ahead that we lose track before we even get started. So to combat that, we're going to take a look at accountability. That's right, accountability. What it is, what it isn't. Four tips that will help you focus more on anchoring in those thoughts to be more accountable Also give you a few tips to see the big picture as you maneuver through this amazing journey of life. So again, thank you for opening up your ears, your hearts, your minds, and a little bit of your soul for me to come on in and share my experiences in life, share my friends' experiences and their stories and their lives to make this place better, to be of service, to surrender, to continue to add value. Now, starting off, what is accountability? It's the fact or condition of being accountable or responsible. I actually like to take a look at the word and flip it, accountability. It's the ability to account for oneself, for you. See, it's taking stock. It's being accountable for your thoughts, being accountable for your decisions, your choices, your actions, thus being accountable for your vision, for your mission, for your future. See, what accountability is not is the consequences that are wrapped up in the shame of somebody saying, hey, I'm going to hold you accountable. That's what that really means. Nobody can truly hold you accountable. You can only hold yourself accountable. See, accountability is ownership. Own the fact that currently right where you are in your life is due to the choices, good, bad, or indifferent, due to the action or inaction, due to whether or not you even implement 
or execute a plan or maybe you don't even have a plan. I think about my my, my friends who are in the Level Up crew. Every single Saturday we have a conference call. Shout out to the Level Up crew. I love y'all, man. Thank y'all for pushing me and urging me and giving me loving nudges to make sure that I stay focused. But even though we talk every week about wanting to hold each other accountable every week when we call to task and ask people about their weeks and ask, you know, have there been some stumbling blocks? The worst case scenario is, hey, you know what, man, I didn't do it. But I know the guys on the call, they're going to love me anyway. So there really is no drop off. There is no holding over in my head because it's my own values, my own drive, my own desire that keeps me accountable to pushing forward. Now, I didn't always have this fervor for making sure that I took account for each one of my steps to make sure I was heading in the right direction. I remember when I graduated from the University of Houston, whose house? Coog's house, you know? Top of my class in the sales program, Program for Excellence in Selling. Shout out to everybody that has come through that program and been successful. And I was able to actually procure a pharmaceutical job before I even graduated college. But I was able to get that job not because I understood the workings or I knew to put a plan in place of where I wanted to go. I I wanted the mystique of achieving the position as a pharmaceutical sales rep because at that time that was a hot thing. If you get into a pharmaceutical sales job, you could parlay that into medical device sales. And that's where the real money comes in. So I wasn't even thinking about it from a big perspective, a broad perspective, uh, making sure that I had a vision in place. So what happened when I started that company and I went through the the day to day Achieving goals, missing goals, seeing what the bonus structure is like, seeing what the corporate culture was like. I faltered because I wasn't holding myself accountable for the day in and day out to actually get to those numbers. So what happened inevitably after about a year and a half of poor performance and not maintaining or adhering to the protocol, I got fired. First job out of the gate, out of college all these high expectations family's excited i'm in corporate man this guy's gonna do big things he's gonna represent the university university of houston in the program for excellence in selling with a bang yeah it was a bang all right me losing that position me being disappointed but it i wasn't a victim it was because my own actions and inactions caused me to lose that but that's okay fast forward years later understanding to hold myself accountable guess what when i started to make that change a couple years ago before covid when my dad transitioned 
and I got into the yoga teacher training because I wanted to make an impact and I knew I had to go through this immersion and I had to hold myself accountable every single day doing the devotion, doing the practice, writing out the actual flows and, and doing everything I could to make sure that I was the best version of me as I went through that yoga teacher training. Then progressing and creating my own spiritual yoga events. I had to make the calls, do the marketing, create the flyer, make sure the food was prepared, make sure I took care of the music, of course, the flow, making sure I infused spiritual affirmations and make sure that I created a space, a safe, vulnerable space for people to come in and practice and be and be loved upon. I took personal accountability because I had people's lives. That's how I took it. My obsession was people were coming in there for a myriad of different reasons. And it was my responsibility to make sure that they got exactly what they needed by holding myself accountable, by holding myself to a higher standard of always creating value. Even in releasing my first collections of my literary pieces, I held myself accountable to make sure that every piece was exactly how it needed to be. The format, the flow, the color, all of that. I had help. My brother Terrell Chambers, TC, thank you. I love you. You know we are embarking on some amazing things. But guess what? Even in that, on both ends, we had to take ownership of our investment in the projects that we worked on in conjunction with each other. So as I fast forward with accountability, what what is holding you back? What are the self-erected barriers that are keeping you from that abundance that you know you deserve? What are those self-muffling beliefs that are keeping you playing small and in the shadows versus basking in the light of your greatness, of your genius? Because you think that the political economy or all the chaotic things, the challenging things that are going on. Guess what? You have to take stock in that. You have to adjust. So four things I want to share with you that are going to help anchor in and keep your thoughts focused on being accountable for your own thoughts, your own actions, your own energy, and making sure it goes in a positive way. Number one, you are not a victim. No matter what the circumstance, if you are stuck or feeling overwhelmed, yes, there might be some circumstances in your current environment, your current situation that might be holding you back, but isn't it time, not now, but right now to switch your mindset, to change your habits, to make sure that you're going about it the right way, that you're putting one foot in front of the other. You're holding yourself accountable. You have the ability to account for yourself so you can have success and fulfillment in every single category. Hey, guess what? As I mentioned in my example, in a job in the corporate I didn't hold myself accountable 
So I fell through the cracks and fell on my face. In past previous relationships, when I wasn't honoring the relationship and I wasn't holding myself accountable to the sanctity and the respect of that relationship, guess what? It fell through. Even as a father with my oldest daughter, when we went eight years without meaningful contact, I had to take accountability for my hand in that. And guess what I had to do? I had to go back and get my princess, my baby girl, and heal and change. I wasn't a victim, but I know I needed to change my mindset. I needed to change the things that I was doing in order to get different results. Number two, stop feeling sorry for yourself. Nobody is coming to save you. How do you get to making good decisions? How do you get to making great choices? Having great judgment. You got to go through the bad. You have to make decisions and take action. Even if they're bad decisions and not so good actions in the beginning, you have to learn from them so you can grow and learn to make better decisions. Make better choices. Create high performance habits versus the involuntary habits like just brushing your teeth. No, we're talking about conscious habits that are going to make you more effective in all the categories of your life. Three, while changing your thoughts and taking the action and following a plan, guess what? If you aren't yielding or getting the results or outcomes that you are desperately wanting to, you have to be able to pivot. You have to be malleable and say, hey, you know what? This isn't working. But you got to make sure first that the plans that you put in place, you are implementing them and you are executing and not just halfway doing it. Again, not holding yourself accountable, leaving yourself like a buoy in the ocean that will teeter and totter depending on the weather. No, 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 no. You take control and make sure that if things aren't going in the right direction and you know that you want that sustainability, you have to change your actions. You might have to augment your plan, but only after you have been implementing and executing to make sure that there are some results based upon your actions. Four, you've heard me say this before, proximity is power. So you have to align yourself and associate yourself with other people who have the ability to account for themselves. They're used to being accountable. They're used to being in line with their vision, in line with their mission. And so if you're having a hard time with accountability, holding yourself accountable, if that really is a thing, then guess what? You need to surround yourself. You've heard me say it before. Mentorship. Model. No trial and error. Look at the people who have had sustainable abundance, sustainable success, sustainable fulfillment. Pick their brain. Find out what they're doing. See how they're moving when nobody is looking. I'm sure if you look 
in the Rolodex of your phone or just amongst your friends. You can go to a coffee shop and people watch and listen and see what people are talking about, what they're doing. Invest in yourself. I talk about it all the time. Invest in books, in workshops, in courses, in masterminds, in coaching programs if you need to. See, coming in 2022, I'm going to continue to hone my skills and bring resources that will make you salivate. Because when you get a hold to them, and not only when you hear my voice, but when you see me teach, trust, and we're going to turn loose. That's the three T's of lock arms and abundance and a, a lot of the other resources that I have. But at each step of the value ladder in my resources, there's personal accountability. I'm putting these things together as a resource, as a platform to help with your trajectory, whatever that is. That's what this podcast is for. That's what this platform is for, along with the other resources that I'm going to put out. But each step of the way, as I said before, you have to hold yourself accountable. So those are the four things. You are not a victim. Stop feeling sorry for yourself. Be malleable and understand when you need to pivot if the results that you are getting aren't in line with your vision. You have to change some things. Don't be stubborn. A couple another couple additional tips that I want to throw in there. You got to focus on what it is you can control. Forget everything else. See, the marketplace and the environment, they're not going to magically change for you. No, 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 no. That's not how it works. You have to change. You have to be the change. Dr. Wayne Dyer, one of his famous quotes is, when you change the way you look at things, the things that you look at change. Think about that. It starts with a thought. Maybe when certain situations arise, you automatically think about the problems, how you got there. Oh, man. But instead of that, why don't you think about a solution? Be solution-based Versus always worrying about the problem. You can spend eons and days and weeks and hours wondering about, man, how did you get here? Man, that's a problem. No, we've all done that. Switch it, flip it. Think about the solution that you can create. That's where the mastery, that's where the art comes from. What is it that you can do differently? What mindset do you need to change your mindset where you're thinking negatively and you need to switch that to a positive? Are you thinking that you are born how you are and you have a fixed mindset and you need to switch that to a growth mindset? Or do you have a scarcity mindset thinking that there's not enough and you have to hoard and you need to switch that to an abundance mindset? See, that's the thing. If you want different results, 
going into 2022 in the foreseeable future, you have to do drastically different things in order to get drastically different results. Other than that, it's going to be Einstein's finest insanity cycling and cycling in and out of your life. So you have to completely do things differently. And also understand another tip, tip two. Understand currently where you are, the truth in every single aspect of your life. I talk about that. That's one of the first pillars in who you want to be. Where are you currently financially in your career or entrepreneurial journey? In your relationships, in your leisure, in your community and tribe, in volunteering, your spirituality or religion, whatever that is, all those different things. Where do you currently stand? If it's not in a place where you are excited to be or it's aligned with the trajectory of where you want to go. Then, you know, there's work to do. There's going to continually be work to do, but you have to be brutally honest with yourself or whatever you put in place is not going to work. If you're not honest, a movie from way back in the day, a few good men, Jack Nicholson, you can't handle the truth. You can't handle the truth. You can't handle the truth, but your truth, you better be able to handle it. Because if you can't handle the truth, there's not going to be anybody out there that can help you find your truth. You have to sit in that. So, again, the four things. You are not a victim. Do not feel sorry for yourself. Be ready to pivot. And associate yourself with other people that have the ability to account for themselves. And the two extra tips, broad spectrum, big picture. Taking a look at where you currently are, being brutally honest. That way, put a stake in the ground. This is where I am. These are the things I need to do. These are the mindsets that I need to have. These are the new habits and routines, the conscious ones that affect me daily. And you got to make sure you have a massive action plan that you implement and execute so you can get results. And change the way you think. Change the way you feel. Change the way you act. Going briefly back to uh, number three, the power to pivot. I remember when I worked at LA Fitness Years ago, I was selling personal training memberships, and I wasn't getting along with my manager. I wanted a promotion, and they said, hey, if you hit these numbers, we'll give you your own gym. We'll give you your own team. I smashed the numbers, and they still were dragging their feet. I said, you know what? Why am I even here? So they were starting a new position, early morning shift. And they put me in that position, and they thought that I was going to fail because at 6.30 in the morning... How many people are going in looking for personal training? 
So what I had to do was I had to make sure that I doubled up on my calls, made sure that I made my rounds around the gym, talking to each member, seeing if there was an interest, seeing if they had gone through their fitness orientation, which was the lead in to pitching, selling, offering personal training. You know what? I refused to lose. I refused to allow them to push me out. See, when I first got into the sales industry, as I mentioned, my first position fell flat on my face. But by the time I progressed into different positions, I understood the importance of accountability for owning my destiny in those particular positions. So I refused to lose. And you know what? In that example of L.A. Fitness, I smashed the early morning numbers they had never seen before. And then I said, thank you, guys. And I moved on to another opportunity. So, again, you have an opportunity every single day that you open up your eyes. To be accountable, to own your future. To own the day. To own how you shape your reality and how you create a legacy. Thank you so very much, as always, for listening in, for tuning in, for locking arms with me along this journey. We're just starting. We are just beginning. As I'm recording this, I am close to 900 total plays, and it's been less than three months let's go that's why i do this little this is after midnight and i've been getting used to doing these midnight sessions there's a different vibe there's a different flow usually on thursdays i record in the morning and i I record throughout the week but specifically on tuesdays i like when it's quiet when the moon is at its pinnacle And I just get the vibe and share with y'all. There's so many more collaborations that are coming. Shout out to everybody that's collabed with me already. Cameron from Cam Rance. My sister Aaliyah from the But How. And now the Blissful Breakfast with Breeze. I look forward to collabing with y'all as well. My main man, Anthony. Thank you so much from Karma U. Cyril Jeff. World Champ. Ches McGavitt. Chef. Canatown, Sugar Free Jello, hello, everybody. This is why I continue to do this, and I love y'all, and I cannot wait until we meet again soon, whether it's by voice, whether you see me, whether we meet in person. Know that you are enough. You're more than enough. You're supported at every single angle. And you're loved beyond your wildest dreams. And I love you all.